The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. I believe we put it on the Jen, Gabe and Chewy Twitter poll yesterday. How long could you last at a darkness retreat? Assuming that you were doing it voluntarily, how long could you last? Zero days? Zero days, I think, is what I could do. I don't want to sit with my thoughts like that. It's hard enough for me to do that for like 15 minutes or 20 minutes, like I've been encouraged to do by the the grief therapist that I'm working with. Like, that's hard enough. Hey, sit with your thoughts, sit with your feelings, sit with your grief for 15 to 30 minutes. Like, that's very difficult, guys. Absolutely not. I'm with you on that. Um, So to do it for four full days, whew, that that is... Results are 55% of people right now saying none. (laughs) They could make it through zero days of a darkness retreat. Why are we talking about a darkness retreat? Well, I think you know. Ashton, can you play the sound? Four nights of uh, complete uh, darkness. It's a darkness retreat. Wow. And I've had, you know, a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences. And it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now. And I felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning after this season. So it's been on the calendar for uh, months and months and months. And it's coming up uh, in a couple weeks. A weirdo. <laughs> I mean, why does he have to announce it? Like, yeah, I'm going to go feed the geese in the next couple of days. You know? Wait, 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 you wait, know? wait. Uh, great, Actually, go ahead. feed the geese or feed the geese? Feed the geese. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, Ashy? I mean, you're shaking your head, but great. Go. I mean, why does I, – I just – who cares? You know what? I care about – play quarterback for us. That's it. Talk to me in what? July? Well, you're going to have to talk does to him before like? that. Who? Well, I mean, you got to know if he's actually coming back, so you're going to have to talk to him before July. I know, but it's just – I mean, he knows when he says that people are going to think he's weird, right? Yeah, but I think he wants to let people know. I think he talked a little bit about it during the astrology thing on Monday of, hey, this is who I am, and if it encourages people to be who they are, um, I want to be an inspiration for being the genuine you. Okay, great. Great. I don't know. I don't know what the hell to say. Do I, would, would I ever sit in darkness? Hell, for what? Huh? Well, I mean, you I got know. you got time. Yeah, I got time, but I prefer the light. I got Team Jesus. I want to see the light. I don't want to see the. Well, darkness. usually seeing the light is bad, though. Right? I no, seeing the light is good. Why would what? I thought when you see when the light, you're... it's over, it's done. Well, no, I mean your life on Earth yeah, but is that's done, good. but yeah. like you want to go to heaven. Like heaven is is better than anything here on Earth, Ashton. Allegedly, I mean, read a book, <laughs> preferably the Bible. I missed that day in class. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's. Completely... I think Ashy. I think Ashy just drafted the devil. 
Apparently, it's completely voluntary, guys. It's not like he's being held there against his will. The door is unlocked. He can leave if he wants to. So again, like this is what he wants to do to spend a few days to get further clarity, to get more enlightenment. And hopefully, cross your fingers, if you're a Packers fan, he comes to a decision at the end of it. And then we can start moving forward with what the plan is for the Green Bay Packers in 2023. Yeah, I figured like you'd be happy, Jen and Chu. You guys have been pushing for him to have a shut the bleep up, up guy. Turns out the darkness is his shut the bleep up guy. Hard to talk to anybody in the darkness when you're there by yourself. There's no microphones around. a lot around. of logistical questions, though, that I have. Right? Oh, yeah. like, so many. So like, many. like so the many. food through the door thing feels very, like, in the whole prison. Again, I don't haven't experienced it personally, but it feels very like yeah. when they would, like, slam that thing across and then put the food tray in and then slam the thing shut. I just watched Blackbird, so this is yeah. the experience <laughs> that I'm most specifically referring to in this instance. But there's a toilet, apparently. He was talking about how there are diapers. Who would opt for adult diapers when there is a toilet? I mean, when when you're, first of all, whoever's brushing their teeth needs to turn off their electric toothbrush. Second of all. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> Can you actually hear that? I have no nuts. idea what's going on outside the studio. Sounds Some, like somebody's drilling above me. Um, <laughs> congrats. Braggarts. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, so let's say you don't wear the diaper. You're going to crawl around to find the toilet? Well, you got to know where... No, you know where it is. It's like your bedroom when your bedroom's pitch black. You know where the end of your bed is, right? It's like four steps from the door. There's the end of the bed. Yeah, but I mean... I'm assuming this is a room he's never been in before. But he doesn't so have the mental a, image of how to map it out. This is a great Dude, question. Do I mean, you get to orient yourself? Do you get a few minutes to orient yourself in the space before it goes pitch black? Or is that part of the game? It, Trying to figure out where everything is. I what you do. Like in solitary, they throw a quarter in the room somewhere and they try to find it. And that's what eats up their time. I mean, what the hell do you do in the dark? Is that true? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've literally never heard that before. How do you know this stuff? Well, I know people. And who gives you the quarter? (laughs) One of the guards? You're not, you're not, what was the term that they used on the show yesterday? There was a term for basically like hiding things. Oh, well, uh, uh, keistering, Jen. Keistering yeah. was yeah. the term. Yep, I'd yep. never heard keistering before, but guess yeah. what? You, damn right, I stuck that into the vernacular, stuck that in the uh, old toolbox. As long as that's the only place you're sticking things. <laughs> keistering. Like, let me ask you this, because this is deep. Do weirdos think like what I consider a normal person weird? Like, I walk by weirdos and I'd be like, what the fudge is up with this nutball? You think they're looking at me going, look it, he wears a belt? That's weird. <laughs> You know, and he's got shorts on that are not on backwards. Like, do weirdos think, like, normal people are weird? Well, first of all, I mean, (laughs) if you're using yourself as the barometer of normal. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm just, hey, whatever floats your boat, that's great. But tattoos all over the face with piercings, in my book... You are a weirdo. I just want to know if they look at me and like, wow, he doesn't have any tattoos on his face. Is he weird? Because <laughs> that's what he kind of is. And they just talk to you right? and like, he's weird. Am I right or wrong? I don't know. You guys never go that deep? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's You're what, the that's deep what's going on right on now. <laughs> You're being deep and philosophical. Like, I don't care. You want to, you know what? You want to do what you want to do, that's great. But it doesn't mean that I don't look at you as a complete nutball. But here's what I will say. I just want to know if the nutballs look at me as a nutball. Here's what I will say. Mark it down, write it down, highlight it, and circle this, okay? 
people do a lot of weird things in the name of health and wellness and uh, enlightenment and all of those things, right? Like I drink a ginger shot every dang morning here on the show. I think there are people who probably think that that is weird. I have friends who go and get cupping done or get acupuncture done or do or do red light therapy or do all of these things to like prolong their life and, and for their health benefits. So like maybe this is just that next stage of the weird things that we do to, I don't know, prolong our time here on the planet or to have a deeper sense of who we are or to have another layer of enlightenment. Like, that's where I sit here. I know we all made jokes about the Panchakarma. I know we all made jokes about the ayahuasca and whatnot. But it's very clear to me that this guy is looking for something. He's seeking something. And good for him for having the, like, wherewithal and also the money. He has the money, right? He's very wealthy. He can afford to do these types of things <laughs> that most of us cannot. But, but for going out and, like, actively trying to find those things and do those things and not just sitting around and complaining about, oh, woe is me. I haven't figured things out yet. Isn't it? I don't think, I mean, irony is definitely not the right word. But the fact that closing off, shutting off all the lights and sitting in darkness for four days I agree with you. Somehow that's not cheap. How is that not cheap? Like, how is that not one of the more inexpensive things that you can do in your search for enlightenment? But I guarantee you, it's an expensive adventure. Probably because you have to be supervised. But if you go back, if you go back to some of these combine interviews, you know, where some of the questions that these teams ask players are, you know, borderline, you think they cross the line, right? I mean, there wasn't there one Dallas... Uh, guy that they were um, looking to draft and asked him like an off-the-wall question or something like that. Something that was inappropriate. I feel I mean, like there was... With Ru- yeah. Like, I... is this becoming normal? What is normal anymore? I don't think there is a normal. Yeah, and I, th- I think... Wait, but didn't he just say that? Didn't he say something about normal being a setting on a dryer? Yeah. Wasn't that a recent comment that was like literally From made over Monday. the last week or so from Monday. it all starts to run together so it's very hard to keep track of when each thing was said but i do think i mean but, is there anyone out there that thinks that he doesn't consider himself to be on a different level than most people i have said this before and i am sorry for being redundant but like when i met john mayer years and years and years ago guys the conversations with john mayer were on another level like i almost felt like i'm not smart enough to be talking to this guy right and you're talking about a musical savant I think there is something about people who are better than the rest at certain things where they 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 just are different than the normal average people. I don't even love the word normal. Actually, I'm mad at myself for using it right there because I don't think that normal is a thing. But like the the average, if you will. And sometimes I feel like that's where this guy gets jammed up. I think he gets jammed up because certainly playing the quarterback position, he is on another level. Does that make sense? Is what I'm saying make yeah. sense? Or is it, am, I, am I getting jammed up here because I'm just, you know, an average idiot over here? Yeah, but I'm just looking at the Packers standpoint, right? From a Packers standpoint, do I want a team full of Rodgers? Absolutely not. Not in a million years. I don't care. Call me old school or whatever. I want I, – I just don't. I don't want a guy that does not what he does. I'm sorry. If I'm running a business, I don't want 50 guys in my business doing ayahuasca. No, but you having one, just having call you me know. old, call me get off my lawn guy, but I don't, I don't. No, and, you know, but I, I think what you're, you're shooting for is a bunch of different people that can bring that perspective, that different perspective. You know, like just like you probably don't want, you know, fifty guys that are just stiff dudes in a suit. You know what I'm saying? 
Like you probably want some sort of whatever business you're running. Yeah, it's called diversity of thought. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, and it's a mistake that a lot of companies and businesses make is that diversity of appearance. Oh, we have a dude. We have a woman. This person is of Asian descent. This person, you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden, well, that's not necessarily diversity of thought if most of those people have similar backgrounds, have been brought up similarly. Diversity of thought is what you want because if you have different backgrounds, if you were brought up differently, if you were exposed to different things throughout your journey, then you bring those experiences to the table. So the argument I could make is that there is a value of having somebody like this who pushes the envelope, who doesn't just go with the status quo. Mm, that's that's the new generation, Jen. That's new generation. I come from the old generation where I want where the boss is the boss. I'm sorry, I just I don't buy into this new like oh everyone's over. Let's sit here and, and, and meet to meet and do all this crap. Let's get our freaking work done and then move on. Yeah, you know I don't need all that other crap. Well, I'm really hoping he'd work. And, and I, I come from a different generation. I'm the get off my lawn guy, and I'm never going to change. You know, it's, it's just the way it is. I. And I think a lot of people are not on my side, and I think a lot of people are on my side. So who I do you- don't want my quarterback. He can do it, but what's wrong with doing it behind closed doors? Well, that's what he's doing. He's closing the door, and he's going to be in darkness behind that door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I think it was more proverbial. That, oh, that's where I come it. from. I'm not saying you guys are wrong, and I'm not saying I, I'm wrong. I who- just I would not run my business or run my team or run whatever like that. I just wouldn't do it. Who are some of the other prototypical people you think work in a modern office, Chew? So you just said you've got your meet to meets. Like who else who else do you think kind of works in the modern day office? As far as like you so you know like the meet to meet. You you hate doing the meet to meet. Maybe somebody talks too long. You think they're a dialoguer. Like there's are there any other terms that uh, you want to throw out there? Um Oh, you have a few, don't you? Well, no, I just I I want to write them down. Like I, I'm, I'm working on a a you, chewy I, coworker glossary. I am so anti meat to meat. <laughs> I know, but are you, you know more? But meat are you more hey. anti meat to meat or more anti dialoguer? The dialoguers are tough. <laughs> <laughs> they are. T- they kind of go hand in hand <laughs> with the right? meat to meat. Well, let's talk about uh, the meeting that we're going to set up to set up the next meeting. Like, I'm not a, and it's weird because I have all the time in the world and I don't like wasting time. I mean, there's a lot of X-Men to watch, a lot of Yukon <laughs> Gold, a lot of Deadliest Catch. It's a lot of seasons, a lot of episodes. in there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, what I'm trying to say is just keep it behind closed doors. 800-990-3776. Lots of reaction rolling in on the ESPN Wisconsin talk and text line. Teddy weighing in saying Aaron Rodgers is a pizza cutter. No edge. All point. Katie saying he can do whatever he wants if it means winning a Super Bowl. But I'm pretty sure he wasn't doing all of this stuff when he won the Super Bowl. Uh, and Tim weighing in saying I don't want a single Aaron Rodgers on my team anymore. Keep your reaction coming this morning as we continue trying to figure out what in the world a darkness retreat is and if you do get a quarter. Because that's a new thing. I didn't know that the quarter thing existed in the in the jail. I, I looked know. it up. I've never no one nowhere on the internet is that found. That's him. He no, knows. I mean, one, he doesn't have his headset on anymore. Not but one he, thing on the internet talks about the quarter in not, the solitary. Not a single thing. I again I had never heard it before. Now that's not to say it doesn't exist, it just means it wasn't like He knows a lot of cops and prison guards and so somebody they, told him so at some point. So you flip a quarter to the prisoner in solitary and then you let that basically helps them stave off the insanity because you have something to do in solitary confinement 
Man, good thing we keep Chewy around. Where else would we get such brilliance? Superb Owl Squares is back for another year on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, and this is your cue to call. 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. Call us now to play Superb Owl Squares. Gabe? Doesn't matter what age you are. Low testosterone can be an issue with any guy. That's where mentality comes in. You could be dealing with low testosterone and not even know it. That's what happened with me. I thought I was just getting more tired and kind of didn't feel like myself throughout the course of the day because, well, I mean, I'm getting a little bit older and I'm doing the morning show. So yeah, I'm going to be a little bit more tired later in the day. Now, it turns out my testosterone levels were, were, were low. I went to Mentality, had a blood panel done. Now I am on a customized testosterone treatment just for me because that blood panel came back. My testosterone levels were low. So if you're tired, groggy, just don't have that energy to get through the day and don't feel like yourself, even like you did a year or two ago, could be low testosterone. Only one way to find out, and that's to head to Mentality. There is no better safe and insured medical solution available. Go to LowTUSA.com. Mentality allows treatment to fit into every guy's lifestyle. Learn more about Mentality in their low testosterone treatments at lowtusa.com. Had a good pie? I've had fine pies. <laughs> you get no pie. Right now, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seems that way anyway. <laughs> but if we get him on those dating sites, it feels like maybe he could. Yeah. <laughs> on 94.5 ESPN. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you. Softly creeping Left it seems while I was leaving Woof! This song is a tough listen. We were just reading about the Gansfeld effect here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy during the break. Um, and it is, of course, what why one would go into a uh, on a darkness retreat trying to um, unobstruct your thoughts to you know force your brain to find things inside as opposed to kind of using the crutch of everything we see and hear outside. Hopefully you don't need any crutches to win our superb Owl Squares game. It is time to play 800-990-3776. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, is Chef Ed? Did Chef Ed get our first call in today? Chef Ed, you are our first player for this segment of Superb Owl Squares. Are you ready, our friend? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, let me let me just preface by saying that I'm in Chewy's camp. I mean, if, he, if Aaron needs these things to get clarity, fine. But why, why does he got to tell the world about it? Like he's starving for All attention. Right. I'm with you, Chef Ed. Chef Ed, your question this morning on Superb Owl Squares is this. Who is the last player to win MVP and the Super Bowl in the same season? Who is the last player to win MVP and the Super Bowl in the same season? Uh, I'll, try, I'll try Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> That's a good guess. No. If you listen to the Homer and Tony show, this is somebody Homer talks about quite a bit because he was on a kick for a while where he didn't want Aaron Rodgers to win an MVP because it had been so long since somebody won an MVP in a Super Bowl. So he was saying that him winning the MVP would negate his chances of winning the Super Bowl? Correct. Interesting. Chef Ed, try again tomorrow, bud. Uh, let's go out to Teddy Kurt in... Kurt Warner, by the way, the Oh, answer. thank you very much. Kurt yeah. Sorry, I thought we said it when we were talking about the Homer thing. Teddy in Watertown, you're up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to play Superb Owl Squares? I am. I am ready. So just so you know, we talked about it earlier in the show. We are very quickly running out of easy questions. I believe now we are down to two. 
three. God, why are we having such trouble counting this morning? This morning? Right? We're back in! We? No. Only two quarterbacks in Super Bowl history have completed 100 passes for their career. Tom Brady and whom? Are you saying 100 passes like in the Super Bowl? Correct. Yes. 100 completions in okay. the Super Bowl. Um, 100 completions. Would it be Montana? Montana Joe Montana? is not correct, but you were very close. Oh. He is second on this list. Peyton Manning has 103 completed Ooh. passes in the Super Bowl. He is the other one in addition to Tom Brady. Did you know that one, Chu? I thought it was uh, Aikman for some reason. I mean, three Super Bowls. Yeah, three Super Bowl appearances. Again, like the, Tom Brady just ruins the curve for literally everybody. Yeah. Well, how many did Peyton play in three? Four. Played in two oh, with the Colts, really? two with the Broncos, and went two and two. Up next okay. on Superb Owl Squares is Drew in Milwaukee. Drew, are you ready to play? Hoot hoot. <laughs> yes, I, I actually love it when they give the hoot hoot. <laughs> Who was the first left-handed quarterback to start a Super Bowl? I assume this is relevant because of Mahomes or oh, Jalen. Is Jalen left-handed? No, neither oh. one of them are left-handed. Uh, maybe one of them was. <laughs> Whoopsies. Who was the first left-handed if quarterback? If I only know one, I, I have to go with Steve Young. That's no, incorrect. The snake. the snake? Yeah. Chewy knew it. Kenny Stabler, Super Bowl Kenny 11. Kenny the Snake Stabler. I'm just feeling very discouraged because we are running out of questions very quickly. But I suppose this is par for the course for Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. We wouldn't have enough questions for us to get through our uh, trivia game. Let's go up to Mike and Franklin. Mike, you're up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to play Superb Owl Squares? Yes, I am. Who is the only quarterback yes, to be Who is the only quarterback to be intercepted 5 times in a single Super Bowl? Who is the only quarterback to be intercepted 5 times in a single Super Bowl? Why are you laughing, Gabe? Because it's such a I hard question. You have to think no, of like teams that I'm got gonna, pulled their doors blown I'm off gonna, in the Super Bowl. I'm going to go with uh Trent Dilfer. Kerry oh. Collins. Again, great guesses. But no. none of them are correct. The only quarterback to be intercepted five times in a single Super Bowl is Rich Gannon, Super Bowl 37 versus the Buccaneers. You guys got close. You guys picked off Drew Bledsoe four times. Did we really? Yeah. Defense came to play. I thought it was Defense true. got their guy. Uh, they were very good. Let's go out to <laughs> Justin in Cudahy. <laughs> This makes me so nervous. Justin, you're on with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to play Superb Owl Squares? I am ready. Have you known any of the other questions or any of the other answers so far? Negative. <laughs> it's negative, Ghost Rider. Who is the only quarterback to go 0 for 4 in the Super Bowl? Oh, 0 for 4. Don't overthink it. Don't uh, overthink it. Let's go, Jim Kelly. Hey! There you go. And 
she breathes a sigh of relief. Jim Kelly is the correct answer, obviously losing those Super Bowls from 1990 to 1993. We only have two left in the easy, and one of them isn't all that easy, to be honest with you. Looking at it, it's not, I would not say it's an actual easy question. The fact that we have four of these left, four segments left, and we're averaging about four questions per segment, I may need to reach out to Hembo today. Yeah. Say, hey, can you just kick us about 20 more? That's a lot. 10 more. I mean, Kenny Stabler. We might need 20 more. Yeah, that wasn't easy. Kenny Stabler. You think that'd be middle? That was a medium question. That was a medium question. Oh, that was a medium? Yeah. Okay. Well, because at some point we had to start sliding over, man. Like, I don't want to give, I don't want to give anybody an advantage, but like we have, he splits them into easy, medium, and hard. Yeah. The Rich Gannon one one. was under the hard. What's What's a hard one, Jen? Uh, read one that we already have. So we've we've two. So two that we've done that are hard. The last team to lead the NFL in scoring offense and win the Super Bowl in the same season. Oh, those are hard. Is 2009 Saints and then Rich Gannon with the five interceptions was the other one that we did today. That's under the hard category. He only gave us okay. five of the hard questions. Hey, why are there so few left-handed quarterbacks? So there's only there's uh, very few lefties. I mean, lefties are it's only like left-handed golfers. Yeah, is that right? it? Is that all it is? It's about the 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 ratio of left to right-handed people in the general population. Yeah. What what is it? Do you even, do choose, I, I want to say it's like ten percent, but I don't know if that's right. That that I still don't feels even think high. It's that high, but I can tell you this: it is different catching a left-handed quarterback. Oh, because you had Brunel. <clears throat> we had Brunel, and um, you know I've caught balls from Steve Young too at the at the Pro Bowl, but it's also different. For a left-handed, left-footed punter, as opposed to a right-footed punter, because the tilt is the complete opposite. Is that one of those I mean, things where went, teams? Is that one of those things where teams are more likely to go for a right? Now, again, I know you're talking about the population, and I think I just saw ten percent. Yeah, ten percent of the population is left-handed. Do you think that teams, just from a familiarity standpoint, prefer somebody who throws the ball, kicks the ball, right-handed, right-footed? I would think so because it's completely backwards because I've told you guys before that most teams are right-handed, which means... They want to run to the right. It's more of a difference back in the day because, I mean, Jason brought up Tausch, right? Tausch is your road-grading right tackle circa early 2000s, you know, 90s. Now they really don't do that anymore. They're kind of athletic across the board. That's why teams were considered right-handed, because your right tackle and your left tackle were really completely different. You know, And then your backside, hold on, your backside uh, is flopped, right? I hope so. So that would essentially make Tausch, it would make Tausch the left tackle. You see where I'm going here? If it is, Gabe, you can fix that with some squats. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Just got to get in the squat rack, get that thing tight. So it stops flopping all over the place. You know the what? Place. There also isn't left-handed kicker kickers. Well, they're left-footed, place right? Kickers. Yeah. Wasn't Jason Elam left-handed? I believe. Uh, Why do no, I? No, he's that? he's right-footed. The all-time leading scorer in NFL history was left-footed. Who? Morton Anderson. Are you sure? R.I.P. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He died. I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. Are you hey, sure? You better look that up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's dead. No. One funny dude. Yeah. Oh God. He's been at the Lombardi a few times. My goodness. The man yeah. can tell a story, but they take a while. <laughs> but are they funny? Well, like, is um, it worth the wait? He's still alive. Good yeah, for him. Of course. He's 62. You're, Why did you kill Morton Anderson? I thought he died. <laughs> By the way, your hesitation on the is he funny speaks volumes. <laughs>
<laughs> like the first half of the story, he was seriously, he is on stage telling the story of how he became the all time leading scorer in NFL history. And he is like trying to block the light to track down a server to get another drink. That's how long yeah. the story yeah, took. That's... He finished his drink and needed another one. But again, if it's a good story, you're willing to stick around. First right? half you're was willing good. To wait. First half was good, and then it just kind of that's so gay. Right what you're saying is he's a dialoguer. Hundred percent a dialoguer. Way to bring okay. that back, buddy. We got to take a break here on yeah. Jen, Gabe, and Chewy because our friend Justin McCoy from Cousin Subs is going to join us in just a few moments. I got a whole packet of things here. Got a whole packet of things that we got to discuss with our buddy Justin McCoy. Lots of cool stuff happening right now at Cousin Sub, and he's going to walk us through them right after this. Chewy, we got some new friends on the show. We got to tell everyone about Q Club of Wisconsin. We do, and I love this place. I've been going here for years. Your next hangout spot, people, is right there in Waukesha. Q Club of Wisconsin is the perfect place to catch a game, play some games, and grab a drink. Bocce courts, dart boards, foosball tables. I would dominate you guys on all those things. Just saying. No chance. Yeah, and pool tables. Ten of them. Plus, the Q Club of Wisconsin has the best, and I can attest to this, their fish fry is out of this world on Wednesdays and Fridays. And you just know they pile it high. Check out our live music on Saturday and stop in for every weekend for brunch starting at 9 a.m. It's all happening at the Q Club of Wisconsin on North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Trust me, visit theqclub.com. Or like them on Facebook because this place is the best. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Is it against the law to be a moron or not? <laughs> the law, not yet. I, I texted this to Jen earlier. The law does protect some people from uh, from things that are called an attractive nuisance. On 94.5 ESPN. Winehouse. Is this back to black? Sure is. Well, Amy Winehouse back to black this morning as we continue discussing and detailing the darkness retreat. Ashton, we're idiots. How do we put together a list and not do back in black? Well, maybe it's coming up. I was up. thinking about it. It's not. I can tell you it's not. The, the, the last song is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's not coming I, up. Yeah, I, and I knew that. If you guys thought I was happy this morning when that very nice police officer Garbage. let me off Garbage. with a warning instead of giving me a ticket for rolling through a stop sign at 624 a.m., imagine my happiness now as I am holding a warm Cousin Sub in my hand, courtesy of our friends over at Cousin Sub and, of course, Justin McCoy, who is hanging out with us this morning. How are you doing, Justin? I'm doing great, and I am dressed in all cousins black because I knew where we were going today. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So so darkness retreats, this is something new. This is something we had not like uh, been exposed to before. Apparently, there's not a lot of exposing happening, actually, with the darkness retreat. What's your reaction to just this phenomenon in general? Yeah, I, you know, I probably have a little bit different take. Uh, the only thing I care about is that he gives a decision to the team with so they have enough time you know, to set up the team for next year. That's all I care about. Um, you know, what he's doing in the offseason, what he needs to do to get mentally prepared, whether he was backpacking across Europe, 
Whether a few years ago he was flying in a helicopter with Danica in New Zealand, I could care less. Just let the team know in enough time so they can plan and get ready for the season. Makes sense. Great. Uh, But how long do you think you could go of the four days in a darkness room? I did think about this. I think I could make it two. (laughs) Wow! I do. Two that's, days. I do think I can that's make impressive. It wow! I think yeah. that's the be- okay. that's the biggest answer I think we've had today. I, I, somebody I, think they can make? But hold like, on, hold on, hold on. So one of the things that was discussed and I this like blew my mind is there's a toilet, but you have the option of adult diapers. See. Who the hell is See. picking the adult diapers? There is a toilet. Now, you may have to feel around the room to find it, but once you find it, I'm pretty sure you know how to use it, even in the dark. Right. Well, tell me. There has, there has not been a time when you've been so hungover you haven't laid in a dark room for damn near 48 hours. <laughs> so come on. Sunday. <laughs> got a, yeah, I've laid in. I've laid, I mean, Chewie's been in high I've laid in, and that, like, laid in bed until Tuesday. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I've laid in that dark room and I've also peed myself. <laughs> after Are you trying to away, make so. a case for the diaper? Is that what you're doing here? Yeah, I am. Why not? They're, you know what? They look a lot better today. The adult diapers than they did years ago. Do I mean, not they really do. do. They're a little more sweet. Wait, wait. wait. Like What's the criteria for that? research diaper. on adult diapers? Is that what you're doing no, down there? commercials, you know? And I'm like, it really doesn't make her ass look that big. <laughs> oh, that's your concern? <laughs> they're a little... Sh- they're more, much more shapely than when my grandmother wore them. <laughs> Matter of fact, I don't know. That's for another day. But, Justin, I had an epiphany in the two minutes I was sitting in the dark... Have you guys ever considered a fish fry sub? You know, Chu, we actually have, and we've actually done it. Uh, so what really? happened was that we, our fryer bays, are not separated. So if you fry fish in them, you have a transfer of flavor. And so we just couldn't do that with the quality of our fries and what we wanted to maintain from a flavor profile. And we've not been willing to go down the path of like extending our HVAC and everything else to get the larger number of bays. So that's why we don't have a traditional Wisconsin oh, fish fry okay. sandwich. That's a great question. Great suggestion by our guy, Chu. And that, He's my always friends, coming up with different ideas for you guys. He jumped around. quickly out of the black hole <laughs> <laughs> to get on brand. It's because he had so much clarity, right. right? He was in the black hole. The clarity happened. The fish fry sandwich. And boom, here we are. One of the things that you guys are doing is this 80-cent delivery. Obviously, it is a tie-in with your partnership with Donald Driver and his iconic football number 80. So give the, give the loyal listeners the lowdown on the 80-cent delivery. So this Saturday and Sunday for the big game, uh, if you're having a party, don't want to cook, don't want to go out, all you have to do is order anything you want from CousinSubs.com, and you'll only be charged an 80-cent delivery fee in honor of our partnership with Donald Driver. We've been doing this throughout um, you know, the playoffs, and uh, it's culminating this weekend, so it's a great opportunity to get uh, quality uh, Cousin Subs product delivered right to you for your big party. Are your numbers just outrageous, by the way, for Huge. the playoffs for the big game? Yeah, I mean, they're not as big as when, obviously, the Packers are in, uh, but certainly this promotion has helped to drive that, so... One of my favorite things that you guys do um, is this Driven at Heart campaign. So this has roots with Good Karma Brands and the Wisconsin Sports Awards, but it's going to be continuing, and it means a lot to me because of the GKB connection and being a former Wisconsin high school athlete. Yeah, you know, we had such a great run with you guys uh, tied to the Wisconsin Sports Award show. Um, and, you know, with that going away uh, and our new partnership with Donald, we felt we had a great opportunity to rebrand the scholarship. Uh, all the components of our, are the same. The criteria is the same. The winner, prize winners, same two $7,500 grand prize winners, two $2,500 uh, runner-ups. Um, but it's now uh, branded the Driven at Heart campaign. And it's going to culminate with the opportunity for our four recipients plus their parents to attend 
the Wisconsin Athletic Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and that's held in April. So it'll be a really cool event. They'll get an opportunity to meet Donald and uh, just, you know, be a part of the Cousins family and things that we got going on and, uh, I, you know, get to meet a wonderful guy on Donald Driver. So, Justin, back to the Super Bowl. Is it too early to order for, for the Super Bowl? I mean, obviously you don't want to order on the day of the Super Bowl, right? When, 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 are, when are most people ordering up their platters or whatever for the, for the big game? Yeah, so unfortunately online, we do you do have to order a little bit closer. Uh, you're unable to order too many days in advance. I can't recall off the top of my head, but I believe it's within 24 hours uh, we can accept an order online. Um, so I would just encourage if, you're wanting, if you want to take advantage of the delivery, you do have to order online and you would order closer to the day of the game. Okay. Justin McCoy joining us here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. He's the VP of Marketing for Cousins Subs. And the other thing I'm seeing here, because I said I got this lengthy list. You guys are always so involved in so many things. It's great hitting on so many different audiences. You're partnering with the University of Wisconsin-Madison Athletics to send one lucky college basketball fan to the 2023 Men's Basketball Tournament in Chicago from Wednesday, March 8th through Sunday, March 12th. Now listen. The Badgers basketball team has not been holding up its end of the donkey this season. I think I just looked and there's something like 11th in the standings, in the conference, not in like the country, guys, okay? So things are not going well for the Badgers. But break down how this will shake out for one lucky winner. Yeah, uh, guests can enter daily through that deadline at CousinSubs.com slash Badgers. They get uh, all-access pass to every session of the Big Ten tournament. Uh, they'll get a hotel stay. Uh, it's just a great, it's a great giveaway. We've been doing this for years. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to have gone to New York when the Big Ten tournament was held there. I've been to one in Chicago I was also at the one in D.C. and have had an opportunity to like sit down with our winners uh, that were traveling out there. And it's, it's a great time. It's a great prize. Uh, like I said, they can enter daily through the deadline uh, through Sunday, February 19th. And in addition to that, when they enter, they also get a coupon code for Cousin Subs. So it's not a bad deal uh, with an opportunity for a great prize. And it's not just the main prize. I'm looking here and it says one lucky grand prize winner will receive the two tickets for all the sessions that you just rattled off. But then also you'll be giving out free cousin subs for a year, a $75 gift card to the university bookstore. And another person will win a hundred dollars cousin subs gift card and a $25 gift certificate to the university. For more information on that, including sweepstakes rules and eligibility, you can go to cousinsubs.com forward slash Badgers. That sounds like a pretty fun thing that you guys are doing there. Uh, Speaking of basketball, so LeBron James, right? Big story is LeBron James uh, gets the scoring record last night. He had it on his headphones. I saw that. You guys see that? He had the numbers on his headphones as he was preparing for the game. So we were wondering here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, you think there's any chance Giannis could close in on that? You think there's any chance that Giannis, by the end of his career, could set the scoring record in the NBA? Man, that's a great question. I feel like LeBron, when he was younger, played so many more minutes. If you look at Giannis's efficiency, and he just doesn't play that number of minutes, but he's putting up the the points, right? So I I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it's LeBron's been scoring twenty points a game since he was nineteen, right. and and that's the problem. Like Giannis, it took him a couple of years yeah. to get to that threshold. I I just unless Giannis is playing until he's in his forties, and that's the thing. Like LeBron's not done. It's not yeah. like okay, now he's he's broken the record. He's done. He's probably going to be playing next year. Probably going to be playing the year after that because the dude's still averaging thirty points per game pretty efficiently this year. You would have to think. Health, I mean, if they continue to control his minutes, he stays in the shape he's in. He should have a very long career. And can he, you know, perform at this level for that long? Have to do the math to figure out how many years that would be, though. Uh, I mean, that's it's quite an achievement. Well, he's what is he? Ten years into the league at this point, I mm-hmm. think he's at fifteen something from a career number. So yeah, I mean, half ish. But again, 
He's at 38, and he'll keep adding to that number. Yeah. As you said, he could play another three years, two years, something like that. Um, the other thing that we were wondering about that was, as far as superstars go, Ashton was saying he feels like LeBron is underappreciated. For all he's done in the game, for as long as he's been playing at a high level, there is something about LeBron that is almost underappreciated about his about his skills. Look, look Giannis is never going to be underappreciated in Wisconsin, but I sometimes wonder if you could make that argument in the United States as well. He's an international superstar, but sometimes it feels like when he's not in the MVP conversation the way that he should be, he's not getting the respect that he deserves for what he's doing on a nightly basis. Could you possibly make a case like that for LeBron as well? Not LeBron. I think it's just love-hate at this point. I don't think he's underappreciated. I mean, some people knock him for having gone to multiple teams to win championships, but I look at Giannis all day. I mean, look at Giannis's numbers and, and how little he's talked about in the MVP race. You know, I mean, I, I think, I look at Giannis and I think he's completely downplayed all the time. All the time by by many, um, just because his skill set is different. I think there's a lot of people in the league who think because he's not a consistent outside shooter, they knock him down. Um, when I look at LeBron, I don't know. I, I I don't feel that way about LeBron personally. The thing that's yeah, most LeBron amazing, would be a, Gabe, LeBron would be a good player in the 70s God and 80s. Bless America. Just a good player. He'd be good. Where Larry Bird in this era would be terrible. Okay. <laughs> Like, I, he would. I'm telling you. You guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. He would be a good player. Larry's because the referees be, molded the game around around his skills. Larry, Larry would his shooting would be appreciated more in today's game. Um, and LeBron would be a good player in any era. You don't think physically, Chew, that LeBron could hold up? I, I think he could. In any no, era, he could hold he's up, bigger, but, faster, but the, stronger than the, anybody plays, who's ever played in the he NBA. Plays, he plays like a bully, and you couldn't play like a bully in the seventies and eighties. And he, they his skill set is nice, but it's not off the charts. I think he's fights like, would you know? literally break out. They could get out and knock out Mike Tyson fights. <laughs> yeah, like Rudy Tomjanovich was throwing hay or receiving haymakers from Kermit Washington. Now you really want to get and... to his goat regarding LeBron. Tell him he could play tight end in the NFL. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, clearly LeBron oh, could play tight end in the NFL. Obviously, he wouldn't have been good. He would have been great. Hold on, ho, 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 ho. He could play under today's rules. He couldn't play under <laughs> our rules. <laughs> the consistency. We appreciate the consistency from our guy Chew, Justin yes. McCoy. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. And again, thank you for bringing the snacky snacks. I got a warm <laughs> meatball here that I will certainly enjoy for lunch. What'd you pick this time, Gabe? I did so this happened after we were out at the store in uh June last year mm-hmm. for the for the celebration and you had the little ones that we could try. Um I, I converted to the pepperoni melt. It is so good. That's, that's, my, that's sub. it's I'm, my go-to now. I'm on a new one too. I'm on, I'm off the roast beef, I'm on to the double steak and cheese. Nice. So good. Yeah. We're I also think with we were bullied into switching our orders too, right? <laughs> Our we all got Lance roast beef. Well, when every one of you got a roast like, beef and cheddar hey, every time, I can't, guys, I'm like, hey, we have more on the menu. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. We love it so much. Justin, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. Me. And, of course, go to the Cousins website where you can get all the information on all of the campaigns that Cousins has going on right now. Let's be honest. We are all looking for that next big splash when it comes to showing our loved ones just how much we care. And look, usually that means flowers, maybe a nice dinner or even a getaway. So ESPN Milwaukee is here to help with Welke's Ultimate Valentine's Date Night. It's a big bouquet of flowers from Welke's Milwaukee Florist, $200 to Moe's in downtown Milwaukee, and a one-night stay at my favorite place, St. Kate the Arts Hotel. Register to win at Welke'sDateNight.com from now through February 10th. That's Welke'sDateNight.com. It's Welke's Ultimate Valentine's Date on ESPN Milwaukee.
This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Just jump on it. <laughs> That's what he did. Jump on it. Jump on it. Jump on it. Slow down. On 94.5 ESPN. my mood to be on a Wednesday, but it is way better than I thought it was going to be. You know, hump day, middle of the week, so I got to slog through the rest of Wednesday and Thursday before you get to Friday. But that police officer this morning who let me off with a warning after pulling me over for running a stop sign, I appreciate it. He made your day. It's put me in a fantastic mood. Are you going to actually do something and pay it forward now? Yes, I will allow other people to run through the stop signs. Okay. That's dangerous. Chen's going to be standing out there directing traffic right through here. Come on down. I'm paying it forward, everybody. <laughs> we put it on the Jen Gabe and Chewy Twitter poll this morning. Is pulling someone over and only giving a warning pointless? Ashy, 70% of people are saying, no, it's not pointless maybe at I'm all. Wrong. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Again, this is not exactly a good example of me standing my ground on anything, which isn't that shocking. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong. I feel I feel like I'm I'm right, but you know, I could be wrong. Scott weighing in saying warnings are beneficial therapeutic for the law enforcement officers as well. You know, because they probably and again, I'm totally projecting here. I don't know, but like they probably feel like they're always perceived as the bad guy. So if they can let someone off with a warning, then maybe they feel like yeah, it's like Wreck It Ralph. You know, Wreck It Ralph hated being the bad guy in the video game. Yeah, but he was really a good guy. He was just forced to be a bad guy. But you're the one who ran the stop sign. What is your point? You're the bad guy. He's the good guy for stopping you from doing the thing you shouldn't be doing. Just so you know, bad guy is the nicest thing I have been called on social media <laughs> today after making comments about a certain darkness retreat participant yesterday. So thank you for that, Gabe. You just set the bar for the kindest thing that anyone has said to me over the last 12 hours. You know we'll, me, kind guy. Will D. and Tausch is next on ESPN Milwaukee. This has been Jen Gabe and Chewy, and we'll see ya.